everybody. Welcome to In the Queue. I'm your host, Phil Brubaker. With me is... Andrew Warner. Here I am. And uh, we're both here. We're going to talk to you about uh, a film today. Um, recently, we were known as Albatross Applesauce, and we've changed the name of our program to In the Queue. Yes, we have. Uh, you can find us online at www.in-the-queue.com. That's the letter Q. And uh, you can find our blog, and we're going to be posting more shows, more write-ups, more information about what we're doing. Uh, yes, indeed. And then we've also got our representation on Facebook as well um, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. in the queue. Uh, and that's that would be Q-U-E-U-E for in the queue. Yes, we would. Um so we're gonna we're gonna talk about a film that has been sweeping critics' polls. It's gotten a lot of popularity among the sort of uh, the the film crowd, among people who are in the know about movies. It's called American Hustle. American Hustle. American Hustle, and it is a sort of somewhat fictionalized version of the Ab Scam scandal of the late seventies. Yep. Uh, in the U.S., which was basically uh, the government was, in a way, sort of trying to, you know, catch U.S. politicians in the act of receiving a bribe. Um, right. In the sense that they had somebody pose as like an Arab sheik, and then the sheik would sort of, you know, offer them a briefcase, and if the if the senators and the congressmen took the money, then the U.S. government would, um, or the FBI would arrest them. Right, right. So uh, this film, American Hustle, which is directed by David O. Russell, um, sort of examines that premise as a way to tell the tale of these five almost larger-than-life characters and then the interactions that they have amongst each other. Yes, indeed. It has an all-star cast, uh, sort of a... uh, Put to, putting together the cast from his last two films, right. uh, which were both very uh, well received, very popular, uh, won a lot of awards. Uh, that is the Fighter, mm. and uh, more recently, Silver Linings Playbook. Uh, so you take a little Jennifer Lawrence, a little Bradley Cooper from Silver Linings Playbook. You take a little Christian Bale, a little Amy Adams from The Fighter, and you throw together a movie and hey. pepper in a little Jeremy Renner for Spice. Yeah, bada bing, hey. Bada bing, bada hey, boom. Get some marinara sauce in there, you know. There you go. It's, there you go. It's meatballs, the hoagie. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, everybody in this movie has uh, is from or around New York and New Jersey, right? Um, and it's uh, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's an interesting film. I uh, I I liked it, and um, I saw it twice actually. Yeah, which which I often do for this program, just just sort of get my thoughts in order. Yeah, um, there is something about American Hustle that people have criticized, and it's something that I find a little bit hard to put into words. But I have read, and I sort of noticed this myself. The movie, in some ways, some people have said is a little bit derivative of the style of one particularly famous New York director known as Martin Scorsese. 
I, oh, I have read this. I have read people saying that they feel that the film is kind of a, a knockoff or a sort of a... Uh, I would disagree with that. Yeah, some people say like they, the uh, use of of music in particular, the use of kind of the, the 70s mystique um, yeah, is something, yeah. something that you can recall back to like Goodfellas or Casino and... Um, right, right, but I would I would contend that how much of that has simply permeated into just filmmaking in general. I mean, like those movies have been so influential on so many modern filmmakers. I I don't think that mm-hmm. uh, I think it would be hard to make the case that this is derivative, other than the fact that it's also like that's. I would say that people are probably making that case because it feels you know very. New York, New Jersey, it feels very, you know, some of the mm-hmm. the characters feel like characters that might be in a, a Scorsese, Scorsese film from that period. But I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. That's a weird thing. Yeah, well, I mean, so the film takes place in, like, I think it starts off in, like, 1978 or something. And um, it's yeah. like the, 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 the period in itself is a character. In the film, and yeah, uh, we you right. know we're we're treated to scenes of you know at like a disco club. We're treated to the the the, the costumes and the and the hair. You know, I mean, like <laughs> I'm looking at the Bradley Cooper uh, <laughs> curling his hair. I'm looking at somebody the, his hair in curler. I'm looking at the this like image of all five of the major actors in the film, and each one of them has very elaborate hairstyle. Um, yeah, Christian yep. Bale's character, he has this really, as they say in the film, really elaborate hairpiece. Um, and then you got Bradley Cooper, who's actually using like curls, like to, to curl his very short hair. And uh, Jeremy Renner's hair kind of looks like an onion loaf. It's sort of like, like, like a Donald yep. Trump thing going on a little bit. And um, so, so that aside, I thought that American Hustle was was a good film. I Sometimes I would I felt like it's it's plugging along the pacing is 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 really good and I'm really caught up in the story and things are unfolding and then like sometimes it'll take these detours that like sort of go back into a character's backstory or into something that maybe you know I'm kind of like well, whoa 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 where, where are you taking me like I kind of wanted to follow this the plot because it's a it's a plot driven film you know, you want to know how this, you know, this scam is going to turn out. And um, I, yeah. I, I sort of felt like the, uh, I guess, the, the, the thrust of the story, like maybe David O. Russell kind of, he was really, really into his characters and he wanted to indulge us and indulge them in their own moments. Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually, something that you said is something that I disagree with profoundly and think that it, it is the major problem with this film and that is the pacing i feel like i feel like the there i feel like it's a character study first and foremost and david o russell is definitely most interested in the characters less interested in the mechanics of the plot less interested in like the actual outcome he's really just interested in the people and that's typical for david o russell i think um and uh he he does a great job with his actors i think Christian Bale, who I'm not always terribly fond of, uh, I think is magnificent in this film. I think Bradley Cooper is magnificent. I think Amy Adams is magnificent. I think that, you know, there are great performances in this film, but the pacing is so strange. 
it makes a two-hour film feel like four hours long. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it is it, essentially nothing the, – the way that I looked at it is that nothing in this film is given more or less importance than anything else. And maybe that's the idea. Maybe that's the point. But, uh, but it, it's just a flat film. Like it's just flat. It never – there's never any rise or fall. There's never anything that's treated uh, you know, with more urgency or more importance mm. than anything else. So it feels like it just takes forever. Mm. And I think that's a little bit of what you were saying about it kind of taking these detours. Yeah. These detours. Um, I think that those detours are, are part of the, the problem with the film. Like it's, it's just that it, he just sort of tells everything completely matter-of-factly and, and never mm. – there's never there's no ebb and flow to the film it's just a flat it's just a plateau the entire film is just one one level i think that in terms of of action or 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 narrative thrust like now that you mention it yes i can see that the film does seem to be a collection of of moments um that that characters sort of experience and there's there's never really like uh one difference between that and like casino for example is in casino when everything falls apart in the last act, uh, Scorsese is just masterfully weaving in and out, showing how the consequences affect everybody and how yeah. everybody's kind and, of and the pace apart. becomes more frantic, and the and the and the editing you know picks up like you know it, like the the speed of the cuts picks up and everything yeah. like that. And the thing about yeah. the thing about um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, no, 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 that's the sorry. thing about uh, the. Giving each character like an equal amount of screen time or or screen importance, um, there's the the movie is full of these moments that are, you know, really not too essential to the story, um, but they're there because because I think we both agree here that that David O. Russell does want to show his love for these actors and these characters. So yeah. we're treated to certain scenes that kind of left me scratching my head sometimes as to why they're in the film. Like like Jennifer Lawrence wigging out to live and let die as she's cleaning her yeah. house. And Yeah, um, that, that was a scene that totally turned me off. Yeah. And you know, it's like, yeah, that, that has no bearing on the, the story, but it has all sorts of bearing on the fact that David O. Russell probably loves Jennifer Lawrence, and and he wants to experience that kind of a moment with her. Um, right. And there's there's other moments that are often very musical, and the the soundtrack I think is is pretty awesome, and it, it does kind of remind me of like a driving Scorsese soundtrack. Yeah, um, yeah. And there's the thing about these moments is that, and there, I won't get in, go into all of them, but when they're over. Those are the moments that I really remember from the film. Interestingly, uh, it's not so much the the machinations of the the plot per se. It's sort of the almost um, superfluous sort of digressions that into like almost like music video territory. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, it's I, yeah, it, it's a it's a conundrum of a movie for me like because i like i can't say that i didn't enjoy it um by any stretch of the imagination i certainly did and i especially enjoyed watching these actors really tear it up um but there just there's something about the film that just makes it not 
I, I think that the, the reaction to it, in my mind, is out of whack with the, the actual quality of the film. Mm. Um, I, I feel like, I feel like uh, it's almost a uh, people playing catch-up. Even though you know, Silver Linings Playbook did very well last year, um, I, think, I think that it's almost people just sort of piling on to David O. Russell and just sort of heaping adulation upon him and his, uh, his stable of actors, you know, these kind of repertory company he's assembled. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it has more to do with people admiring the process than admiring the film. Does that make sense? Yeah, like pe- people, people admiring what he's doing and what they, they, the acting crew, you know, what everybody's doing. Yeah, um, rather than admiring the actual content of the film itself. Does that? Yeah, make sense? I hear you. Um, so I've also read some people say that the film has kind of like put a hustle on the audience, and uh, <laughs> it's like um, if you look at the, I'm looking at the 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 IMDb page right now for. For American yeah, Hustle, yeah. and it's—I remember when when the film was first being released, there were these promotional posters that that were coming out and popping up on the internet, and, and each poster had like a different character, um, yep. and then like and so it, it, adopting a different stance, and they're almost like collectible, sort of like trading cards right. for the film, right. and you know, you I'm looking at this poster, and I. Everybody here is sort of representing like a sort of like a, a, a 70s archetype in a way. Um, yeah. And I, I sort of feel like like going back to to what we were talking about with like the characters kind of like running the show or sort of like be, being the show itself. Um, and I sort of feel like I, I don't really know where I'm going with this, but uh, <laughs> I, just, I just sort of feel like the uh, the 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 sheen or the the image that these people are portraying, you know, this right. kind of glamorous late '70s disco, you know, it's it's the it's the surface that is kind of like what what David O. Russell is passing off as the story. If that makes any yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, but I mean, it's. I, uh, about about the acting, like I think. That, well, well, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say uh, just to that point. I I think that, I think that, in some ways, that might be exactly what is happening here because what we're what the the film is about the, the sort of content of the film the real sort of thematic elements of the film have to do with like wearing masks, right? And who you are, you know, who you who you really are and who you present yourself as to the world, right? Yeah. And um, every one of the characters in this movie is wearing a mask when they present themselves to the other characters in the movie, right? Yeah. And it, it doesn't portray who they are. You know, Amy Adams' character is probably the most obvious in that she's pretending to be a British, you know, uh, royalty. I guess. Well, not really royalty, but British uh, aristocracy. Yeah. Uh, and she's not at all, <laughs> right? Um, and, and and I think that the, I think that that kind of that sheen that you were talking about that, that that is on the film, I think, is might intentionally be sort of an additional layer to the idea that uh, that you know we all you know wear these masks from time to time, or or you know if we get too involved in in presenting ourselves as one thing, then we start to believe the lie. Mm. 
you know, that we start to believe that we are who we have convinced other people that we are rather than who we actually are. Well, you're, you're attributing a great philosophical, um, interpretation of this film. I think that's, uh, <laughs> that's uh, well, I think, I think that's definitely, I mean, I think it's, it's definitely essentially what the film is about. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's successful in conveying that or not, I, I feel like I've seen other films that I felt were more successful in conveying a similar kind of, uh, idea but well well but i i wonder if if that what you were describing the kind of uh promotional and marketing scheme associated with the film is isn't uh in some ways kind of an extension of the the other thematic elements maybe i'm stretching i don't know no, no i think that um i think it's good to stretch i think it's uh i mean if you're going to be talking about best picture contenders you know you should stretch you should sort of yeah, really yeah. get to the nitty gritty, and I uh, I think this Oscar race is is going to be an interesting one. I I don't necessarily I, do I don't I, do I don't think there's a clear cut con- front runner really. Yeah. Um, I in my opinion, I think that it's going to be down between American Hustle or Twelve Years a Slave. I wouldn't count out Gravity. Gravity. Not because I think it deserves to win, yeah. <laughs> because I don't, <laughs> but uh, but because it it has a lot of sort of back end momentum, um, yeah. But but truthfully, I think it'll probably be one of these two: Twelve Years a Slave or American Hustle that that is going to win. Mm-hmm. But uh, but Gravity might scoop up some awards that we don't expect it to. Right, right. Well, well, I think that American Hustle is. I I was most entertained by the way that David O. Russell used music, and I when I, yeah. when I look back at some of his earlier films like I Heard Huckabees, for example, and then I look at something like this, I see a director who's you know taking chances, um, yeah. who's, who's who's good with actors, great with actors, um, yeah, you know, very good with that, and I I wonder you know what's going to happen next. I, it's kind of remarkable for him to to churn out two movies in a row that you know get this kind of success yeah Um, absolutely so um i think that i i would recommend american hustle when it comes down to it i think that if you if you want to know what's you know what it's all about if you want to know what the oscar race is really all about then i would definitely recommend checking it out for sure for sure and uh and i do think as a side note that it's it's very interesting to note that uh, the difference between the current rating of American Hustle by IMDb users is considerably lower than the uh, Metacritic rating. Yes, the Metacritic rating, which is a, a sort of a, an aggregating website for for critics reviews, is sitting at ninety out of a hundred, which is pretty damn good. Yes. That's an and that is an A, my friend. That is an A, <laughs> and uh, and the users' reviews are sitting at a seven point seven mm. out of ten, which is still admirable, but it's not, not a ninety. It's not a ninety, yeah. Um, so I think that that some of those issues that we're we're talking about uh, that sort of put us off to the film may be more widespread uh, that people feel. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, people tend to pay attention to pacing a lot. And some people, I I personally would not walk out on a film. But I do know, you know, that there are people who just, they don't, they don't see movies the same way. It's almost like something. Yeah, yeah. It's it's happening in front of me on screen. I can take it or leave it. You know, if I'm getting bored, boom, that's it. And then they're gonna walk out. Yeah. Um, so the American Hustle, I do think it's a it's a critical darling right now. It is. Um, it is for sure. And I do know that. I mean, just look at the Metascore. It's just look at the Metascore and look look at the number of uh, of Oscar nominations that it's pulled down. Yeah, and once again, I mean, what is it, 10, 10 or eleven 10, nominations? Ten Oscars, and David O. Russell he pulled the same hat trick this year that he did last year, because not only is it nominated for Best Picture and Best Director, let me just confirm that. Yes, it is. Okay, every all four of the actors are nominated in each of the four respective categories again, just like last year. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Just like Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah. So, um, very, very impressive. The guy's on a roll. He is certainly on a roll. And his actors are on a roll, too, because they were all of, all of these actors were nominated for both of his last two films, I believe. Yes. And Christian Bale won and Jennifer Lawrence won. But Amy Adams did not win, but Christian. Wait, Chris, you said Christian Bale won. Yeah, he, Jennifer Lawrence won, but Bradley Cooper and. Amy Adams did not. That is right? that is correct. And it looks yeah. like Jennifer Lawrence is poised to win Best Supporting Actress this year, too. Oh, man. When we get to our Oscar <laughs> podcast, we'll talk about that and how I don't think that that should happen. But, <laughs> uh, but you know, we'll get there eventually. We'll good. Um. Yeah. So so yeah, I think we we both recommend the film uh you know with with caveats that we have we both have some issues with it but uh Andrew, but definitely definitely worth worth the time. What do you think Andrew about the the opening title that says some of this actually happened? You know, it's like I think well I think that that's an extension of exactly what I was talking about. It's like some of this happened. You can try and suss out what did and didn't. Yeah. Like 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 I'm going to present something to you you know, I'm going to present a story to you and you can try and figure out what is or isn't in the same way that like, you know, uh, uh, Irving Rosenfeld, Christian Bale's character, you know, he presents a face to the world and leaves it up to other people to figure out what is or isn't real about it. Right. You know, he, he, he is trying to convince us, he being David O. Russell is trying to convince us, that this you know story happened as the way it's told but gives us the caveat at the beginning sort of cluing us into the idea that none of none of this can be taken as actual fact right you know this isn't 100 percent true it has alterations to it it has uh it has a sheen upon it yes that's the word as you say it's the word of the day yes it's the word of the day um and i think that that i think that it's it's just an extension of exactly what I was talking about earlier. Essentially, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, you know what the original working title of the script was? What? American bullshit. Really? Yeah. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that that had, that had made it to the the final. Yeah, that would have been nice. By the way, 
Uh, great supporting cast in this, too. Small roles for Jack Houston, Michael Pena, Shea Wiggum, Louis C.K. Like, a lot of, a lot of smaller roles that people that I really like. Yeah, and then, of course, uh, Mr. De Niro himself. Yeah, uncredited, curiously. Well, who, who needs but, to credit him, you know? It's true. At this point, if you don't know who De Niro is, that's on you, buddy. What I don't understand was that his actual hair. I don't know. He, I don't know. All of a, if it is his hair, all of a sudden he's he's going bald pretty seriously. Well, that happens when you get older. Yeah, it's happening to me right now. Yeah, yeah. Just look at me. You're getting older, Phil. Yeah, that's right. I'm up there with De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So uh, that is our podcast about American Hustle. We hope you enjoyed it here at In the Queue. That's right. And we also hope that you will join us next time when we discuss another Oscar contender, The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, I really am looking forward to that discussion. I am too. <laughs> I am too. This is uh, the latest Martin Scorsese film uh, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, his latter-day muse. Yeah. Uh, Jonah Hill, Margot Robbie, Matthew McConaughey. Whole, yeah, Matthew McConaughey in a in a brief role. Yeah, it's very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> um, so please join us again uh, next time for the Wolf of Wall Street. Okay, you guys, you have a great day.